0: course takes make you feel like this.
1: And we're back. Number three is the third take, unfortunately, but here we are, shooting Zars, episode four of the World Cup Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud at Zars Shooting for our Twitter page and Shooting Zars World Cup podcast for our SoundCloud. We are also on iTunes as well. My name's Stuart Marshall and I'm with Alex Grant and Bryce Conway. Boys, hello. Hi. How are you? Hey, Stu. How are you, mate? <laughs> what was it? Tape three, tape four. Tate four. Anyway. Of
2: episode four, but here we go. We're into it now. We're
1: into it. Big, uh, big weekend of World Cup action. We're going to be doing this episode revolving purely around the games, which transpired on the weekend, finishing up with the Germany and Brazil games last night. Um, yes, but we'll start with Australia because that's the most important thing here. Australia didn't get up where they, when they probably could have and probably should have. Bit of misfortune in the end. Paul Pogba um, c- got a claim to goal at the time, which has since been overturned. Has now been credited as an Aziz Behich own goal. Rather fortuitously, Alex. What were your thoughts on the game and the result, mate?
2: A well, lot. Obviously, I think we were a bit hard done by, but we put in a gutsy performance, and there's a lot of promising signs there. Now leading up to the, the the Denmark game, I think they've got to take a lot of confidence into that now. Going off that performance, they defended well, especially in the first half. I thought the France France didn't really create that many chances. I mean, we we are just as men. We we don't look really threatening against a team like that. But I still think we we did enough to to scare them a little.
0: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing for me was Mila Jedinac real early on won a aerial duel against Pogba, showed him he was boss, and I think he bossed him throughout that game, credit to Yadinak, and I think that really set the tone that we weren't just gonna be a pushover. Mm. And I feel Pogba was largely ineffective. And Pogba, yeah, as you said, was ineffective, didn't really do much, but unfortunately,
1: a bit like uh Ericsson in his match didn't do much apart from provide the assist to the goal. Uh, after which, I mean,
2: we'd after we'd him up and hoped that he was gonna pull he, a few. But he made the biggest impact sponsor.
1: of the game, Paul Pogba and he made a, maybe faded in and out of the match at times but then one run. He literally made one of those forward runs which you've seen him make.
2: It, two 1, two, two, one two is pretty much, wasn't he? He played a 1 yep. 2 with Griezmann yep. and then again with someone else, I think it was, and or the other way around, and then, yep. you know, gets a chance. No, it was with Giroud. So Giroud, Giroud would come yeah, on right. and then yep. he
1: played a 1 2 around Moy, or he ran past Moy. Pretty much just got through the midfield and then he just didn't even shoot basically we tried to try to take a touch
0: and Bage took it off him unfortunately but I think the biggest thing that I like to take from this is the fans were immense yes Um, Pogba's come out and said it was intense the Australian fans were shouting they were even booing our players so we felt like we were playing in Australia and I think that's a huge credit to the travelling fans and amazing exactly
1: yeah especially to be in Europe and making that kind of noise is, is epic but Obviously, the biggest controversy of the match and what decided the match was the VAR, and we've spoken about it in a couple of episodes ago. What the Im- what impact it will have on the World Cup, and it just so happens that for all the drama it's caused in Australia over the past year, the first decision of the World Cup happened to be against Australia. And, and I against, against, against
2: my mate Joshua's dinner. Yeah, I oh. know
0: uh, against Rizzo, unfortunately. So he had to make that tackle in my eyes, but in and he got the ball. So I think it's. I don't think he got the ball. I think he did get a slither of no. the ball. For me, he's clutching his drawers, For me,
2: at first glance, it was a penalty.
0: So
1: you what yeah. in real time. You thought it was. I a penalty. Would, yeah. If I, I th-
2: was the ref, I would have given a penalty. But the referee didn't give a penalty, and that's my argument. I think that that happens. Referees make the decision. They he obviously thought it wasn't a penalty, so he's let play run. And then the fact that they can go back and then analyze that. And then it's someone else's opinion whether it is or it isn't. Well, so you know What's I mean? Yeah, but the
1: referee then makes the final call because he runs over to his TV screen and then looks at it again and then it seems like he
0: makes his decision based on what he's seen.
2: But he's got someone in his ear telling him he should go look at it again. Up, yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm. That's it, that's my argument. It puts that pressure on him to make the decision that that other person thinks he should make rather than being his... At his that time, he didn't opinion. think it was a penalty. So in my yeah. opinion, it isn't...
2: That Like, if it's... Beyond doubt, that you know what I mean, like yeah. it's, it needs to be clear. I, I just think, like, it's taken all the folks away from the football once again, like I said, it would. And everyone's talking about VAR. I listened to the radio on the way here, and that's all they're talking about. Australia being have been hard done by being against the VAR when they put in a great performance, and that's what we should be focusing what on. What do like.
1: you say to people that say because you well, like people argue that, yeah, but they'd just be talking about a ref's bad decision. That's sort of the, now they're talking about the var. They're both still talking about refereeing decisions, but before it'd be talking about the actual referee made a decision or didn't make one. That, maybe that's an argument. Maybe for then
2: it. as maybe then as time goes on and we get used to var, if they keep it, then it will be like that. You know, you 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 don't focus on it as much. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like the referee, if it was a just a bad refereeing decision, yeah, okay, that
0: led up to the goal or the decision, the penalty or whatever, the final result, but. I just think it's it just makes that result so hard to swallow considering how well we performed and it's based on a VAR decision in goal line technology and it's just it it yeah. just makes it even harder to swallow. That makes it quite, yeah, they were very hard to tell Australia take.
1: were really compact
0: and played as a team. Didn't have much going
1: forward though. That was the only issue Andrew Nambu and played, started in striker. I suppose his role was to... They were, were they trying to play b- balls in behind, sort of dink him over behind and he was chasing down everything he
0: could and maybe using his pace a bit but... How do you think that selection went, Bryce? Well, I think between him and Jurek, it is a tough call. I think Nabu's someone who was in better form, and I think he took a lot of confidence going into the World Cup, whereas Jurek has had that little injury setback from his club football. So I think starting Nabu was the right call. Um, but it'll be interesting to see in this Denmark game if they switch it up. But, yeah, I'm not too sure on that, actually. Al? Nabu?
2: I think we, we weren't, like I said, we weren't much of a threat up top but he did a job he ran round. he ran yeah, round no, the he whole did. game oh, yeah. He worked, chased, his, socks he worked off. his yeah he, he did. did he worked his socks off so but I think that, that's was, that the was the game plan exactly if that's yeah. what the managers asked him to do and then he's 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 done his job at the end of the day yeah he hasn't scored but he's been a pest in my opinion and yeah. he's limited possession at the back for the French like, uh, there was quite a few times when um he had like Varane was playing long balls forcing it the, the centre arse that's what that's what I noticed so yeah, great pressing. pressing and that yeah.
0: comes back to Van Marwijk's um, you know, intent to make us like that Atletico Madrid kind of style, that yep. underdog but that that works their socks off for it and just really presses hard. And I think the biggest thing for me, what was Umtidi thinking?
2: Mm, not a clue. Yeah, but with well, the handball. I, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I, we got
1: yeah. that was just a brain fade from him. So, yeah, Australia's yeah. goal was the handball from Umtidi.
2: Barcelona's centre-half. So straight after that's down. Down. their pen as <laughs> well. Someone check his sports better count. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's having money on that one. One thing though, I'll bring up as well, I was really disappointed with the, um, was it Lucas Hernandez. He was got, and I loved how the Aussie fans were getting on his back, booing him every time he got yep, the ball because right, he was so. soft in that game, and it was it was a real dampener on it. I thought his performance, the way he went down well, so easily in the game. And well,
1: it's it's good you brought that up because he's now come out and admitted he employed some theatrics during the two-one World Cup win over Australia after an own goal from Aziz Bayich gave France the lead. Hernandez said he occasionally went to ground to eat up time. I think that was the one he went down holding his head when. Naboo sort of ran past him and it was a shoulder to okay. shoulder incident, but then he went down holding his head and was soaked up for like
0: two minutes or whatever.
1: But there was that from him. I feel like if the there's game.
0: any way to incense the Australian public in football it's doing that. Yeah. And I just think he's just Especially the Australian public, you're right. It's just shocking, man. You could see it from the straight away with him and I just think it's it was very transparent, yeah. and it's very disappointing to it, see and I hope he changes his ways to this be. This is honest. a quote, as we saw against
1: Australia there are moments where I exaggerate a bit. It is part of the show, part of the game, and I'm used to doing it. It helps the team to buy some time. I do it from time to time. It is a part of me.
0: Shouldn't have said anything. No. <laughs> shouldn't have said anything. Keep creating, your mouth yeah. shut. It is
2: it does have a negative effect though, like people don't want to see it. I know especially it's just so you just feel so hard done by when the referee falls for it as well. So um like I've just read it, Matthew Leckie is hit out at Francis diving tactics yep. Good after man. the game as well. Good so man. he's he's given him a bit of a bit of jip. Yeah. And I think
0: that's what the Australian public needs. Like, our players showing, like, no, that's not what we're about. It's not everyone does that. It's certain types that kind of muddy the waters there. And I just think, yeah, again, very disappointing from him.
1: Very disappointing from him. Uh, other results on Saturday. Uh, argentina Iceland won all, but I suppose the big one we will focus on Australia's group here. Peru-Denmark finished up 1-0 to Denmark. So Peru huffed and puffed and were probably the better team and looked well, were trying to score the whole game. But Denmark got that crucial goal thanks to Ericsson's, uh influence. Price. How about
0: uh, I think that penalty went to space. That was one of the oh, worst I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goodness me. Over the crossbar, smashed yep. it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Inter- and interestingly, with the Peru team, Paolo Guerrero, our man, cocaine, cocaine. The man, the man that got banned for, by cocaine, uh, who's been allowed to play even though he's got done with from using cocaine. He was started on the bench. Which surprised me, considering <laughs> this is his crowning glory of his and career. I've,
0: and I've since since learned that he is held in such godlike stature in Peru. Um, and I think, I think I was listening to another podcast and they said he's held in higher regard than any other football. He's like that important to their country and it's just unparalleled. Well, he's the all-time leading goal scorer. Yeah, he's he's that guy.
2: Mm. The Peruvians were good though. They were really oh good. Yeah. quality. And you know, if it so. wasn't for Shemaya call, they, they definitely would have had a result there, I don't think. What do you reckon, yeah?
1: So. What do you reckon Australia do to match up against Peru and Denmark? Obviously, Denmark's coming up on Thursday this week, so a few days until that kicks off. But what do you reckon is the next move for Australia going up against these two teams?
2: I I feel with Peru, it's a bit more off the cuff, kind of a bit more counter-attacking football. There's a bit more intensity with them being like a South American team. You saw it last night with Mexico, how quickly they are on the break. and I think a lot of the South American teams are like that. Maybe there's an odd the odd one like Argentina are a bit more controlled in the in the build-up play, but I think that's something that that the, the um, soccerers are really going to have to uh, focus on and not being caught out yeah. on the con- in the counter-attack against against teams like Peru.
1: But the soccerers are gonna are they gonna sit as deep as they did against France? Do you think? Against these things, it's the hard, hard to say. At but the end
2: of the day, they've lost the first game and they need to pick up points yeah, now, so yeah. it, they need a goal for it, don't they? You know, they need to score goals, win games. That's mm. the only way they're going to get through the group, so yeah. hopefully you, they do. And yeah. you
0: assume the Peruvian side wouldn't be as, as structured as the front side, and I think they will be getting you know a little bit more attacking freedom. So I think this is where either it's Tommy Urich or Nabu, whoever starts up top, will be allowed to express themselves a bit more rather than just working their you know, socks off up top. And... For Denmark, Kasper Michael
1: made plenty of saves in that second half, so getting through him is one thing, but, you know, if we can get through that defence, if Peru can get through that Danish defence as much as they did, you'd like to think that Australia can penetrate them and hopefully get a couple of goals to get the win, but we probably do need a win, Well, we definitely need a win and a draw now to get through. We'll just have to wait and see how that all
2: plays out, but that kicks off on Thursday night. Um... Um, I think I think just going back to that, I think four points should be enough. Yep. I think we obviously we've not conceded a lot against France like the minus one. So yeah, hopefully one of the other teams gets battered and then yeah, and then we're in with a chance. Which maybe if we sneak a draw against one and then win the other.
1: And just to finish off Australia, as I mentioned at the top, Paul Pogba has been stripped of France's winning goal in Saturday's win, uh, with his 81st minute strike now ruled as an Aziz Bayic own goal. So yes, I suppose in other big Australian news, and we'll only touch on this, it's sort of off the field, SBS are now going to broadcast the World Cup for two days amid the Optus outrage, and for me personally, I just switched over to Optus today, uh, purely for the World Cup, signed up on a plan, and now I couldn't actually get on it last night, so I, like many in Australia, are not happy about this. So it'll be interesting to see how Optus actually resolved this
0: issue, such a big issue. There wasn't any issues in throughout the Premier League
1: season though, was there?
0: I I think there Didn't was a couple of not one. many. Yeah. But I think I think the biggest thing is it the uproar is, I think, a positive from Australian's point of view. Like it shows how passionate we are yeah, and how desperate totally. we are to watch the World Cup. And yeah. I think the stats regarding how many viewers there were to that France game is testament to that. And I just feel <laughs> Malcolm Turnbull put a tweet out yeah, everyone's about getting it. On it's it is of utmost importance right now and I think that's it goes to show the passion, and I'm happy to see that, but it's it's coming at an unfortunate time. Absolutely.
1: So we'll move on to the rest of the weekend. I suppose we'll start with last night's game, Sunday night's games, uh, Germany versus Mexico and Brazil versus, uh, where is it, I've, missed, I've forgotten that, Brazil versus Switzerland, sorry, one all draw, Brazil, Switzerland and Germany, Mexico, Germany
0: lost 1-0. Yes, and we've also got that rogue matchup, Serbia mm. versus Costa Rica to talk about. Yes, exactly. Can't wait to t- uh, get my teeth into that.
1: We we'll start with Germany, we've spoke about them a fair bit, but they really didn't show up, maybe all that off-field controversy, Bryce, that we spoke about is yes. taking its
0: toll. I think it was the most un-German performance I've ever seen, there was was no cohesion in the final third. The the game plan didn't seem to be there and I think I just think from the outset as soon as the Mexicans sang their national anthem and seeing the, the crowd and how everyone got about in that atmosphere I just think they set the tone straight away and I think Mexico deserved to win by more in the end. Alice?
2: I said it didn't I that the Mexicans were gonna were gonna come. Yep. Don't read too much into the friendlies I said when they got beat to Croatia. I mean if you look at how they went in the in the qualifying Leading up to the World Cup in the what well, they were in the Conquer they? Yeah. they they topped the group, they qualified pretty easy. I think they lost one game in the in the build up. So they were gonna they were always gonna be a, a tough side to beat, and probably the Germans underestimated them a bit. I wonder now whether if Leroy had played Well, that's yeah. the <laughs> <easy debate. laughs> would it just, yeah, just well yeah, that's it now you go back to that, don't you? Would it have been different? Danny, would have Danny, been more of an attacking threat? Danny yeah.
1: Murphy, the ex Liverpool player, said, um What a guy. He goes, What did he say today? He said uh, Julian Brandt and Julian Draxler.
0: Draxler and Brandt couldn't tie up Sane's laces. To be fair, I thought Draxler, he it was a bit ineffective, and I think he's wasted on the wing. I think she, he should be in a central attacking midfield role. But I think Julian Brandt, when he came on, credit to him. I thought he was he yeah. nearly got an equaliser oh, with a smashing shot hit, volley. Hit he just Oof. looked electric. He looked lively, and I think I've got to give him a lot of credit. He would have copped a lot of criticism and heard a lot of things written about how he, you know, not as good as Sane, and he's gone and done that. So I think all credit to him. See, they, I,
2: yeah. I watched the first half, and I thought Kimmich played pretty pretty well. I thought Kimmich was a very good player. I thought he was very good. Him and Werner as well, they linked up really well. I will so, say,
0: I think, attackingly, he was superb. Yep. I think he was slow to get back, and they did get found out on the counter-attack on a number of occasions. Right. Yeah, so you said that
1: you, they didn't. They lack cohesion in the front line, but I don't actually think they did. I thought they played the ball well in the final third, but I just, they didn't have, like, maybe... This is probably maybe what you were alluding to. They probably didn't have that focal point in attack. Timo Werner played there. I think and the, he's quick. Yeah. But like I, th- I still felt like they played the ball around the box nicely, like they always do. But they just didn't really have that like it, super it, focal point. It seemed one
0: dimensional to me. I <clears> think <throat> they'd get it in the middle and Cruz would be on the ball and I think Vela did an extremely good job marking him in that first half. But I think in the second half it was a Cruz on the ball, tried a couple one twos and then get it out wide and bang across and there was I think the interpassing in the in the edge of the box and like that, it just wasn't there for yeah. me. Mexico are dangerous though on the counter-attack, oh, aren't they? They just—if they had that, I think Vela should have assisted or got a couple of goals at least. There, he had so many counter-attacks. We just couldn't get that final ball in. Their shooting was quite atrocious. There was that me. one with Hernandez who tried to play in Vela? Yep. Tried to play. They just in, lacked that final yeah. touch of class. But I will say that Lozano is one to watch. Mm. He was quality, and mm. he plays at PSV Eidenhoven in the Eredivisie. And I can see that guy over this summer having a uh, having a few phone calls and a missed text. You know, I think he's going to be on the books of someone big oh. very soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going. No, let's on. run with it. He's a green. He's he a green. Is. Just run with yeah, it. Yeah, run let's yeah. with let's it. Let's talk about
2: the English. Come on. No. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, we're going to uh, Costa Rica's Serbia. That was last night, and Bryce you touched on this being the rogue match yes. of the week. What was so interesting about this game to you, my friend? It I had thought, it all.
2: Did we not have another rogue match that we were supposed to talk about? We did Morocco. We did. Did yeah. we touch on that? Or no? not yet, was, yeah,
0: that was Iran, Morocco. Actually. Iran, Iran, Morocco. Iran, Morocco. But look, that first half was pretty dull and lacked a lot of quality. I think. Mitrovic, yep. he should have at least had two goals. He had quite a poor game. Um, Standard. Yeah, that uh, Milivojevic <laughs> Savage was quality, and uh, we we touched on him earlier in an earlier episode. But I just think he's one of those. guys. He plays at Lazio at the moment. I think he's one of those blokes that will be at a, on the books of a big club very soon. Yeah, thought he was very good. Mar- Mark
2: Swartz wasn't having him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying to me. Yeah, yeah.
2: when I watched the uh, the puncher at the end of the game, they were they were talking about him and. Uh, Yes, Walter. Even though he said he he was good, he just felt that he wasn't that good to be like putting him in the, in the same classes as some of the other highly
0: rated players. Yeah, I think the highlight of the match for me a good old fashioned melee. You know, someone as mild manners as Nemanja Matić trying Mm. to get the ball for a throw. I don't know why I was rushing to get a throw in when he should be wasting time with a 1-0 lead. Goes over and the Costa Rican coach picks up the ball and then a scuffle clears the bench. It was was hilarious and I loved every minute of it.
1: One big takeaway from the weekend uh, has been the high-quality... Oh, how many free kick goals has there been? Ronaldo's was obviously amazing and probably the best game of the tournament so far, Portugal, Spain. Clearly. Yeah. Um Ronaldo's scored his free kick. Kolarov scored his free kick. Pile driver. And then there's been there was one more. And it, it eludes me at this stage. Um but yeah,
0: free kicks are in and Kolarov's was especially was so good. just perfect top corner goal. Just it was Calanavas was superb throughout that game. The Real Madrid keeper for Costa Rica. I thought he was absolutely superb, kept him in that game a few times, but there's not a lot any keeper I feel can do about that one. Nah. It was, it was a yeah, absolutely class. Yes. All right. To change
1: tack a little bit here, Brazil's Neymar has new World Cup hairdo compared to noodles on social media.
2: <laughs> it is honking. It is. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. It is it's not what I'll be rocking. Let's put
0: it that way. Would you ever go noodles on the head, mate? <sighs> no. Nah. It's like the Justin Timberlake early 2000s Backstreet Boys kind of vibes. <laughs> Just two Timberlake. minute noodles yeah. on top. <laughs> Just and as I said in an earlier episode, the guy doesn't have a clue. No. Comes to fashion, no. He dresses like a
1: teenager. You once said
0: teenage, fifteen-year-old with too much cash. There's a funny, um, there's a funny photo of
1: like a, a guy holding up a pot noodle to the TV. It's perfect. And then like Neymar's head's just sitting
0: there, like it's <laughs> 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 really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, ne- speaking of haircuts, I thought Jerome Boateng's was he had grey absolutely grey horrendous. Through, yeah, I wondered it's that as well. What? Ah, wh- uh, anyway, it it just frustrates me seeing that. What that he's dying at grey. It's so just this like it's all. He's got the black hair, it's all neat and tidy, And he has this, this grey little quiff bit at the top and mm. I just it it's like a dark grey though, it was like a purposely
1: like purposely dye. It's, it's fashion. A bluey
2: grey. It's fashion. Yeah, I like it.
1: And Paul Pogba's <laughs> nah. known
0: for his, his haircuts. <laughs> Doesn't have one, he's just
1: got a boring shaved head.
0: Who's that? Pogba. I know, yeah. I think the a Griezmann as well usually has something funky, but he's got the shaved head as well. Do they mean business? I mean. Mm. Oh, we'll see. Okay. All right, some more quick news here, Alex. What is this to do with South Korea? So,
2: yeah, we've currently got the Korea-Sweden game on oh, in the on background. The it's, it's just a bit start. And I've just read that Shin Tae-yong, the manager of the South Korean team, made players swap shirts in the lead-up friendlies to try and confuse opposition as to where the players <laughs> be <been> playing <laughs> and whether they'll be <laughs> starting or not. I think Ki sung Young from uh, the Tottenham player, he was the only... Oh, no, so, no, wait. Son... Oh. From Tottenham. Song, yep. Yep. Yeah, and Ki, yeah, and the Captain Key Song Yong. Um they were the only two who kept the numbers. Because um, they're the big dogs. Yeah. That's everyone it, knows much. them. Yeah. Um yeah, and then the the elders had to change to confuse the opposition. which that I is, think is funny, eh? That's another way
1: <laughs> we we said it last episode, managers in clubs are doing things to get in the heads of opposition teams. That's definitely one I've never heard of before, especially in warm ups. But anyway, alright we're gonna move on to the game of the Tournament so far, which I think is uh, uh, you know, being recognised yeah, in, in the football world. Portugal versus Spain, which was the third match of the tournament. 3 old draw, Cristiano Ronaldo. I tipped him to score two goals. You did. And he scored Fair three. Play. three. Yeah. I tipped
2: a draw, but I said it would be 0-0. And I got the Iran result right. I said they'd run and beat Morocco. I'm on form, you know. <laughs> <laughs> doing all right, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just think that that Spain-Portugal game is, I think... As much as the World Cup has been quality so far, having a game like that, a blue chip game, that it, there's so many times in previous World Cups it'll be like a nil-nil ball draw. They're so cagey; they don't want to give too much away. And what they, between they two went, big teams? Yeah, they just went all guns blazing. It was fantastic to watch. Yeah, absolute belter. Yeah. I know
2: they're the European champions and that, but I'm still looking at like I was watch. I watched the game back, and Spain just played the like nicest football. They're they're a good team, Spain. They play lovely football, and Portugal just relied too much on Ronaldo's all I can say and look he might not have a bad
0: game in the World Cup and they might go all the way but as soon as he does I think they're going to be struggling you just got to put your hands up Ronaldo he's an absolute freak of nature yeah. he just literally carried his team to a 3-0 draw that's why he's the goat. with the country against the country that he owes 18.8 million euros for for tax evasion so a bit of irony on that that mm. was palpable but I was on credit. Twitter I was on
2: Twitter the other day and there's a a profile called God so if someone acts obviously it's, it's like a Phony account kind of thing, but yeah. they label themselves as God. And it's like a a picture of God as the uh, the head photo. And uh, he tweeted,
0: um, "There's not many I'll take credit for, but Ronaldo's definitely one of them." <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's he's insane. And I think the only what, the biggest surprise for me from that game is De Gea. Yeah. He, okay. As vivid watchers of the Premier League, we never see mistakes like that. No. Nah. And it's it was only a couple games ago in a friend. Another one. De Gea, he, made a, he made a he made an error, and there are some murmurs that are questions have been asked but as we've discussed we know his quality he's definitely the best man I reckon for the job. That it's like people don't forget World Cup ones that's the thing and that man, do it in a World Cup, because he doesn't good. play in Spain people don't see him as much week in week out in Spain because we watch the Premier League we're like oh he's quality it's fine he'll be good but there's some questions asked by Spanish fans who's going to come in and well, carry
2: us who yeah <laughs> <laughs> you leave him alone <laughs> oh. I already oh. forgot about him
0: oh no yeah
2: no. Oh, Sorry Bryce, <laughs> yeah. I had to I had to leave it in there, mate. You know people forget the chance at My heart's
0: in shards already, so this is just digging the booty no, when no. I'm on the ground. Mate, it's he fine.
2: Con- a <laughs> concussion? What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> concussion. That's right. <laughs> Let him off. Let <laughs> the guy off.
1: Uh, yeah, Portugal, Spain. Spain played really well on the back of their manager getting sacked. They still played like they always do. Dominated the ball for long periods. Diego Costa. Here, here I was saying they don't have a striker. He played bloody amazingly. His first goal was sick, danced around, I just... That way, that way, left, right, left, right, and then what? He had so much to do, and
0: I just love how (laughs) the build-up was him putting the elbow into Pepe's throat. If anyone deserves it, he's one of those blokes that deserves a nice elbow to it. So I thought that was fantastic too. Just absolute warriors of the game going at it. that
2: that was good though because I I actually tweeted about that as well. Pepe, there was minimal contact. Pepe went looking for it, and the the referee saw that and played on. So I think I think the standard of refereeing has been really good so far in the book. A lot of a lot of things have been
0: let go, and it's it's good to see. Yeah. I did make a note of that in the Serbia-Costa Rica game. I thought <laughs> the um, refereeing was exceptional. And there was a lot let go in the uh, Germany-Mexico game. It was really, like, it flowed. There was well, that's really it. I think that's what it, it adds to it. Like, it. The games do
2: flow. I think that's why we've had... I can't think of a game that I've watched and gone, oh, this is a bit boring. Games do flow in the World Cup because the refereeing has, has been so good, I think. Uh, and mm. just quickly, how about
0: Nacho's goal? Mm. Like... And it was no, like of slightly off the ch- like the shin but kind of ankle. D- no, oh, but the mate, technique was brilliant. sick. Oh, oh the, the technique was, there. It was fantastic. Some unbelievable <laughs> technique. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> just didn't he? Just unbelievable technique. And he, he kept
1: it down. He you know shot down on it. He kept it nice and low. <laughs> so good. that's swerve. Just, it's one as
2: the defender, oh. and you think, oh, it's hit the post. It's yeah. going back across the face, and then it goes in and your heart sinks, and you're just like, oh, bugger.
1: Hmm. Have you ever celebrated so hard, moving on, have you ever celebrated so hard that you've caused an artificial earthquake?
2: No, but I believe the Mexicans did.
1: Yes, they have. Mexico fans have triggered an artificial earthquake, celebrating their World Cup win over Germany. Jumping in jubilation on Sunday shook the ground hard enough to set off earthquake detectors and throngs danced in the street after their team scored a surprise
0: victory. That sounds to me like a
2: pile of rubbish, but... (laughs) I don't know. Where have you got this from? This Only football
0: can make you feel this way, <laughs> as Martin good. Tyler yeah. says, and I think this is another sh- evidence of that. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Well, do you don't think this is real?
0: I don't know. It it just sounds yeah. Bulgazi. Bulgazi. <laughs> Speaking of Italians, are they in the World Cup? No, mm. they're oh. not. Okay. Sorry, maybe not. All right. Uh, oh, you sounded uh, sympathetic, <laughs> then,
2: Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Fantastic <laughs> news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic news. <laughs> All right. Ooh, Shout out to
1: our Italian listeners. Other big news: Germany have cancelled their World Cup media activity after the Mexico loss, as the papers, German papers, slam them as wimps. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've can't a- be doing that. Yeah, they've had a squinty out there. That sucks. <sighs> it's funny. Remember you said that Yogi uh, J- uh
0: hair was jet black. Oh, Shades of grey there, mate. Is there? Mm. Yeah, there is. They're popping through. And I just like to note his. Uh, his ensemble, attire. his attire was, again,
1: blue shirt. On point.
0: Okay, look, suit jacket. I was like, okay, he's looking clean. The new wave German fashion. And then he takes the jacket off, and it's this tight, sh- like almost like a sport shirt. And he's, yeah, I don't know if it was cold in there. His nipples are pointing through that thing. And he just looked. out <laughs> of Mentos. It looked weird. It looked so <laughs> strange. And look, I thought he, they were going to be the best dress, but he's... I don't know. Not a, not a good first show, but I loved how they were matching him and his assistant. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. But covering all um, the fashion at the World <laughs> Cup, the <yes>. shootings are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Alrighty. Other big news. Other big player, of course. Lionel Messi and Argentina drew one all with Iceland on Saturday. I suppose the biggest news. Messi's response to Ronaldo scoring three is to try and try and try and huff and huff and huff, not get it done, and it's a penalty brace. Mm.
0: Yeah. No. Nah, um, pretty unfortunate response for him i think he tried to do too much himself that game which you can you can understand with him he yep. can do it all but um, no <laughs> <laughs> and the little fun fact is the guy who saved it's a part-time film director and he actually made iceland's you know national world cup build up video which was immense as there well there was
1: there was what a guy yeah iceland stories are coming out and there's a player who's works in a salt factory who had to take time off work to go play in the world
0: cup and he works in a salt factory, which is just ridiculous. Amazing, and I just think a country with three hundred and what fifty thousand people—that's their population—against Argentina for them to be doing what they're doing, I think, it's a fairy tale story. And, and I think it's not that's a fluke now, Cup is it? Is all about. Oh no, it's not. Do we know anything about that? No. Is it? I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. Are you prepared? <laughs> to be, uh,
2: nah, I'm not. I'm still not convinced. Why well, the, well it? They didn't play well, did they? They just sat back and just. I don't know. They,
0: but it's a results-based business, mate. It is. You're not wrong. Yeah, and if Australia did that, we'd be bigging them up. We would. So yeah, you're not wrong. And yeah, bi- fair play to them.
2: Like you said, small population.
1: And um, we're bigging up Australia and they played, didn't even get a result.
2: I think they said, didn't they? Argentina's population is 100 times more than Iceland's. Is that right? It is. There
1: you go. There you go. But Argentina themselves, Messi... Yeah,
0: 44 million against 330,000 yeah. people. Ridiculous. Outrageous.
1: Messi just tried... So hard He almost tried too hard At times I thought He wouldn't pass the ball Especially after he missed The penalty Then it was like Okay I have to do it And you wonder That pressure of his nation Which he seems to struggle with He really does though Doesn't he It seemed like he was Bearing it all in that game
0: Yeah I mean That's that's that one thing That might be One of the, the major point In the argument Between Ronaldo and Messi Is when it came to the crunch For country Ronaldo Probably dealt with it better And he's won them a championship yeah. Ronaldo's celebration Doing the goat celebration yeah, right, that's what that. it was. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering what kind of ridiculous thing he was referring to, but um, yeah. Look, pff, scored a hat-trick against Spain, do whatever you want, mate. Delivers. Always yeah, does, eh?
2: Yeah, no, I think you're right, though, when you say Messi, I, he's just got the weight of the world, or he the really weight of does. Argentina on his shoulders, yeah. and I think everyone, I think he's just, if he wins them that world cup i just feel that like everyone will label him as the greatest ever and no doubt about it and that, and i think that's that's the pressure he's got will he play another world cup after this i don't know you know like, and that's I the think thing he
0: will man he's only but i think this will be the last one where he can do where he can carry the whole country with it i think in the next one at his age i just think this is the last time at he'll be at the peak of his powers to do so
2: you don't you just you just don't know and like look they were saying it the other night the commentary team Ronaldo is thirty three but like thirty eight. I see you, you will not write, write him off being
0: there in four years time, still ripping it up and bagging another hat trick like And the thing it's with crazy. Ronaldo, he's he's adapted. He knows he's not the fastest anymore and he can't do those things that he used to do. So he's adapted, he's lost weight and lost that muscle so he can be more nimble and he's just he's adapted so well and I don't know he had those little dips in form, but he's always come back and always delivered. There's that many haters, and he just shuts them up, including myself. Yes, I mean, oh, I'm not a hater.
1: I'm a lover. There's no doubt about that. Of that man. Okay, Egypt, Uruguay. This is the. We'll head to Friday. Egypt, Uruguay. Uruguay got the late victory. Jose Gimenez.
2: Some hater.
0: Gimenez, Gimenez, Gimenez. Oh,
2: great But I, put, I can't remember who got the ball. No
0: Salah. Egypt. So no Salah for Egypt. No Salah. He didn't come on, and I saw in the build-up to the game you know the little mascots and people are around in the tunnels he's walking out and someone tapped his shoulder and he was oh just just to please he was very very nice as usual because he's the nicest man in the world but it was just kind of a please don't and i think that for me says that not it's ready. not right no. it really and then to be nil nil for that long and not bring him on i think i mean yeah they're defending a a result a point which would have been great for them but uh, yeah, it's not convincing, is it? All science pointer, he's not right. And their game's coming up in the next couple of days, so I wonder if he actually play. Surely he's going
1: to play a part of this World Cup, but then again, if you're injured, you're not aren't you?
2: Put a bit of bubble wrap on it. He'll be right. Re- he'll be fine, you know. Yeah.
1: Will he play? Oh, he's going to.
2: Well caught man, it's the first time your country's ever been there. You just throw him in there, mate. First up. time
0: in a long time they've been in it. First time in a long time. And he was I mean, the one who yeah. put the peno to put them through. So I just think it'd be it'd be so sad and just play him on. Yeah. 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 Get the man on the pitch. Yeah, so he yeah. It'll be interesting to see if he plays. I mean, for him not to come on like you said, we all wanted to see him, but I think the I world know. wants to see him as well. I think it would be very sad for the World Cup if he doesn't get on and make yeah. an impact. I think everyone wants him to succeed because he's come out as such a nice person. doesn't get involved in politics. He refuses comment in that way. I just think he's a gentleman and everyone really wants him to do well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Interesting times ahead, especially with the round two games or the second matches coming up in the group over so the next coming days. But of course, at the time of this recording, uh, England are playing tonight, 2am, so in a few hours. And Alex
2: is staying up for that one. Well, I'm not. I'm gonna go to bed early. Well, actually, it's Talk eight, 8 o'clock it. now. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. What set my alarm for maybe quarter two? I don't. I'm not too bothered about the build-up. But then, yeah, get up at two and watch the game. I can't wait. I cannot wait. There's so much
0: riding on it. I just ah, uh,
2: I'm buzzing. <laughs>
0: can't wait to <laughs> we, Can't wait to witness them grind out a hard-fought draw. With no, Genesia. we
2: won't. That's that's just that's the mentality of the past, and now it's changed. We we're hoping. For, well, we know we're gonna get a result. New era.
1: Know. Hurricane double. I reckon. You reckon? They're going to score a couple of goals. There against Tunisia. Go. Come on. If England can't score two goals against Tunisia. I want Sterling to score. Tunisia I want to
0: run him to be that guy. Yeah. But, come on. Don't ever read into the FIFA rankings. They're a load of nonsense. Yeah. Especially at this World Cup.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
1: Um, I think that's us, guys. Thanks very much for having us. No worries. Thanks for being here. We'll be back in the next coming days for episode five of the Shooting Stars podcast. Hopefully with a few new things for you. As well, so stay tuned. We we'll bringing them in uh, early in the morning this week as well. So yes, cheers, guys! it has been the Shooting Stars podcast.